These are some of the major stories which made the news this week in The Hunter. On Monday, the final report from the inquiry into the Port of Newcastle's privatisation recommended the state government examine the potential for a local container terminal. The committee also recommended an investigation into freight rail options between ports Botany, Kembla and Newcastle and a review of the state's port policy. Sam Collier from Port of Newcastle said the port's key focus is solving a problem. And there are two problems. One is the land side supply chain is inefficient and not cost effective and the the burden is being borne by New South Wales regional businesses. The second issue is that ships are getting bigger and Australian ports are not capable of handling them and that's a problem for our economy. Former New South Wales Labor Minister Ian MacDonald called for an inquiry into ICAC following his early release from prison on Monday over allegations of misconduct concerning the granting of a Hunter Valley mining licence in 2008. The 69-year-old walked free from jail along with former union boss John Maitland after having their convictions quashed on appeal. It means they will face a retrial. Ian MacDonald told reporters the findings which led to his conviction were flawed and need to be reviewed. In particular, the need for an immediate inquiry into several of the ICAC matters which uh, have involved me and others. Lake Macquarie's waste collection system faced further backlash on Tuesday following Council's decision to continue with its fortnightly red bin pickup. The updated waste process was installed to engage Lake Macquarie residents in the national war on waste, but they raised concerns over the affordability of opt-in weekly services, insect infestations in the wastage and problems with compostable bags. Councillor Kevin Baker said he's made repeated calls for his fellow councillors to consider residents' Concerns. We need to get back the weekly bin system, keep the weekly biodegradable system because people do like to divert and we fully support diverting waste from landfill. But the sanitary waste, the nappies and the, the waste that's generated by larger households, unfortunately that waste doesn't go away and it's just been dumped in our parks and our waterways. But Director of Service Delivery John Ferguson said Council has been working towards resolving these issues. Council last night resolved to look at the affordability of the uh, additional opt-in weekly service for the Red Bin. So it looks like the cost for that will drop from $380 to $250. Uh, We also looked at um, providing a thicker, more durable compostable bag because we heard that some people were having issues The Hunters Labor MPs met with New South Wales Teachers Federation members on Wednesday to hear the impacts of cuts to TAFE funding. The Federation hoped to highlight increasing pressure on students, which has come about as a result of the Berejiklian government's smart and skilled policy. Hunter Region Organiser for the Teachers Federation, Robert Long, says they focused on the ways cuts have impacted courses crucial to the region's economy. The Hunter Region and Newcastle itself is one of the most important regions for Australian manufacturing. So metal fabrication, welding, sheet metal work, really important skills for our region here in the Hunter, and so we're focusing on that. But there has been cuts to a whole series of other um, courses. In fact, most courses have had their delivery hours cut. A hunter abuse survivor on Wednesday said he was shocked after hearing Cardinal George Pell had been found guilty of child sexual abuse. Pell was found guilty of raping a choir boy and molesting another in the 1990s during his time as Catholic Archbishop of Melbourne. The 77-year-old faced court for a pre-sentencing hearing on Wednesday. Hunter abuse survivor Peter Gogarty said the guilty verdict came as a huge shock. My reaction, I guess, is pretty much like the rest of the world, stunned as a survivor of child sexual 
sexual abuse myself, feeling quite emotional about it. Tributes flowed in on Wednesday for former member for Maitland, Milton Morris, who passed away on Tuesday night, aged 94. The former Liberal MP's health had suffered as a result of a major stroke four years ago. He was the member for Maitland from 1956 to 1980 and was awarded an Officer of the Order of Australia in 1988. Federal Labor announced on Wednesday it will contribute $250 million towards the construction of the Singleton Bypass if it forms government. The town is considered one of the worst choke points in the region for morning and afternoon traffic as New England Highway makes its way through Singleton's town centre. Federal Member for the Hunter, Joel Fitzgibbon, said it is a desperately needed project. The New England Highway is very busy, mainly driven by the coal mining industry and Singleton is a traffic nightmare each morning and, and afternoon and both Musselbrook and Singleton suffer the amenity, or bad amenity, of all that traffic going through their townships and uh, we're very keen to get both of these projects constructed as soon as possible. More than four years after former Premier Mike Baird announced funding for the final stage of the Newcastle inner city bypass, construction of the project could start by the end of this year. It was announced on Thursday the environmental impact statement has been approved, paving the way for final approval of the project. Parliamentary Secretary for the Hunter, Scott McDonald, said the funding commitments are in place and the final step will be planning construction. We're very much aware that the community is crying out for this. It's the fifth and last stage. Uh, we've had to do this foundation work, the groundwork such as the EIS. We know that the community want us to get on with it and that's certainly our plan and we'll be making some announcements soon. It was revealed on Thursday the proposed new TAFE campus at Nelson Bay will be an online-based connected learning centre. Labor MP Kate Washington hit out at the proposal, echoing claims from the Teachers' Federation the idea is too little too late for TAFE in the Hunter. She labelled the plan a fake announcement and said the government can't be trusted with TAFE. We now believe the Premier that she suddenly cares about TAFE and is going to build a campus in Nelson Bay. It's just completely unbelievable. But Duty MLC for Port Stephens, Catherine Cusack, said the new style of campus will be good for TAFE in the Hunter. What shopfront or internet cafe is equipped with classrooms, practical learning spaces and virtual reality? What internet cafe offers students 43 TAFE qualifications? The New South Wales Liberals will offer 700,000 free TAFE courses over four years, while Labor only delivers 600,000. It was revealed on Friday a man accused of the abduction and sexual assault of an 11-year-old girl at Adamstown Heights last June will face trial in October. Brett David Hill has pleaded guilty to five offences, including aggravated sexual assault and possessing child abuse material. However, the 48-year-old pleaded not guilty to nine other charges, including indecent assault. The trial begins on October 8. And the driver of the stolen truck which crashed through Singleton in an explosive police chase was on Friday sentenced to 12 years in jail. Rodney Johnson will be in prison for a minimum of six years and six months over the rampage in November 2017, which left eight people injured. Johnson will be eligible for parole in October 2024.